Hey guys, Danny here, and on this episode of Music A Lesson at Business Academy, I'm going to share a few thoughts about plans for reopening our schools. Roll the intro. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Music Lesson Business Academy. I'm your host, Danny Thompson. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode and a special shout out to all you Platinum Club members. Okay, just a little bit of house cleaning before we get into the episode here. Uh, I do have a new quick little like mini course out that you can check out, which is called Audio Basics. It's basically a very simplified audio course for beginners. Um, something I've found over time is a lot of music teachers, certainly some that work for me, um, you know, might be good on their instrument and in teaching, but they've maybe never really been in like a band kind of experience, which puts you in that place of needing to set up PA systems or basic recording setups. And, um, you know, even some guitar teachers that work for me that just really didn't have a clue on how to operate a PA system. And, um, so I put this together that should help out any teacher or studio owner who maybe, you know, just specialized in an area where they never had to do these things. And it'll just give you a really good basic understanding of basic audio. Over on Patreon, I am documenting kind of my process and uh, the behind the scenes of a program I'm doing with my students. So we're doing the Music Factory Presents live from the Stardust Lounge, which is going to be a live streamed student uh, recital. Um, this, is, it, this is not going to be a call in from home Zoom type of thing. It's going to be much cooler than that. Uh, and I'll tell you all the tech I'm using and how I'm setting this whole thing up and uh, putting this all together. So our first one is coming up in a couple of weeks here. So you'll be able to see uh, the first event to get an idea of what it was like. But if you want to follow along and get the behind the scenes, uh, as well as get some extra goodies. So you get one extra podcast a month, um, a member Q&A, a live stream. You get access to the Facebook page. Just go over to Patreon and search Music Lesson Business Academy and become a supporter over there. And you'll get all kinds of extra goodies. This episode is brought to you by NeverAloneBusinessServices.com. SEO, Google Ads, Facebook Ads, websites, and more. For music school owners, by music school owners. Hit up Chris and Jen over there. They'll do a little marketing assessment for you. I've been using these guys for my Google Ads. They've been doing a great job for me. And uh, I saw an email from them just a few minutes ago about, you know, jumping back into your ads. And I think that's a really good idea. I've started to lean back in a little bit heavier with ads. And I think there's a good opportunity there coming this summer for a lot of us to make up some ground and get back to it. Um, so check those guys out. Never alone. Businessservices.com. Mention you heard about it on Music Lesson Business Academy and save a hundred bucks. 
This episode is brought to you by TeacherZone, teacherzone.com, scheduling, billing, and student learning management. Hit up those guys over there. They would love to give you a free demo. All right, let's get into today's episode. Most of us should be starting to get ready or may have already been approved to kind of get back in our schools and do some in-person lessons. Now, I'm in California. We were the first to close or one of the first, and it looks like we're going to be one of the last to reopen. But even that said, uh, I just watched the governor's live stream again today, and um, a lot of restaurants open as of today, Tuesday, um, and uh, I see barbershops are on the list here to open this week as well. And I think it's a little difficult for us to figure out exactly which business category we're going to fit into. Um, You know, gyms, nail salons, things like that have a lot of personal contact. uh, So I understand why those might be held back a little bit longer. But um, you're either most likely in a position to get into your school right now or potentially be in your school in a very short period of time. So uh, I wanted to just share some thoughts and ideas and some things regarding reopening your school. So first, I think it's important, obviously, you just want to follow your county's guidelines. And hopefully your county has some good information up there on What are the rules? What are you going to need to follow? How are you going to need to do this? Because one of the things I think you have to evaluate right away is if you can meet those guidelines. What are the rules? Do you have a big enough facility to allow for the physical distancing that you might need? And, you know, other things like that that may come up. So make sure you take a good look at what they're asking you to do and make sure that financially and just operationally you're going to be able to do that now with that in mind there may be certain things that we can do at our schools and other things that we cannot do for example i think that voice lessons anything requiring vocal vocal singing uh chorus type classes choir uh bands I think we're going to need to be online with voice lessons for quite some time. So that would be one of the considerations that you would need to take a look at. Can we do band rehearsal with all the members, but don't do vocals? Um, Could the vocalist potentially be separated in a totally separate room somehow? Um, Maybe that's an option. Although, you know, obviously they're still kind of, you know, really aspirating quite a bit um, when they're singing and it's going to stay in that room for a while. And, and, you know, so those I I think are things that you really have to think about, you know, your straight up one-on-one voice lesson that could be online until there's a vaccine. So, you know, all of these things have to be taken into consideration when you're looking at how are you going to reopen and what are you going to do differently Uh, in your business model moving forward to make it work. 
summer camps, groups, all those kind of things. You may be open right now for one-on-one lessons, but we may not be open necessarily for getting groups together. We are supposed to get some guidance in California, I believe tomorrow or the next day on summer camps. So we may be able to do some summer camps based on, you know, uh, what we see tomorrow. So look at your different offerings. What are you going to be able to do and what may need to stay online until further notice? Next, I think it's really important to have a lot of conversations with your employees, not only from you know, obviously what the state's requiring or your county is requiring from a training standpoint, that's going to be a whole different thing. But before you even get to that point, I think it's really important that you talk to all the employees. Maybe you get everybody on an all school Zoom call and talk about this opening plan because it's really important to get a feel from the teachers of where they're at with these things. Now, you know, this is all uncharted new territory. So what are you going to do? If everybody's ready to get back in the school, but you have one teacher that says, I'm not comfortable with that, or maybe they live with somebody who is compromised and, you know, they need to apply that extra level of care and concern. That's probably going to come up for a lot of us. I already know at my school that that's going to come up. So are we back in the school for lessons unless you're with this teacher? There's going to be those types of considerations and conversations that are going to need to be had, and that is going to have to go into your planning. Um, you know, it's going to be a touchy situation to tell a teacher, well, you have to come back. And probably from a legal standpoint, if you're following all the guidelines, technically they would need to, or they could be terminated, but we don't want it to that to happen. We don't want to lose a good teacher or be forced to make that decision. And you want to be doing the right thing. If they have a legitimate reason um, to be concerned about going back to work, then we owe it to them. And we absolutely must take that into consideration and try to accommodate that employee. Obviously, another key thing you're going to want to make sure you do is you got to get all the stuff you got to get your masks, you got to get sanitizer, you got to get all your cleaning supplies, get in your school, make sure you're doing anything you need to do to set up the school differently if you have to rearrange rooms. Um, again, all dependent on your state plan. Are you going to need to you know, add additional barriers or anything like that to your school? Now is the time to be looking at that and making sure you've got everything you need and you are ready to go. Now, scheduling is going to be the next one that's going to be a tough one because if you are limited on space, um, you may need to stagger schedules or have some students remain online who may want to come to the school. Now, for sure, as we move forward, only some of the students are going to come in and a lot are going to stay online. So you have to look at all the scheduling issues. For example, maybe a teacher that is coming back to the school, but half of those students, you know, on a Tuesday want to stay online. So that teacher might be doing some lessons face-to-face -face and then jumping right into an online lesson. So you just want to make sure that that's scheduled properly and that you also have, you know, everything set up to make that a seamless transition. So, you know, just something that you and I, we have to really be on top of this um, to make sure um, you know, that this goes smooth with our employees.
Now, you know, one thing that I'm kind of thinking about, and, uh, and obviously everyone has to approach their business separately and, and individually, but I'm really thinking a lot about, you know, approaching this reopening kind of conservatively. I, I don't really want to just open the door and have a floodgate. I kind of want to soft open, you know, like a new business would do a soft opening and get things rolling before they have any kind of grand opening announcement. So what I'm, you know, looking at is probably doing drum lessons first, kind of getting a feel. How is this going, you know, back and forth between in-person and online? Are we set up correctly? Is it all running smooth? I, I think it'd be wise to slow roll your way in a little bit to make sure that things are running smooth. And, and a way to do that would be to alert just a few students and start bringing certain students back with certain teachers potentially versus a, you know, a mass email all at once. You're also gonna wanna have, of course, um, all the rules listed out. Make yourself a really good infographic. You're gonna wanna have that plastered everywhere. What are the rules? How is it all gonna work? Are parents gonna be required to stay outside in their car? A lot of parents have been doing that for years anyway. Should be no problem to tell them, hey, you got to wait outside um, or wait, you know, wait in your car or wait outside on the patio or whatever your situation might be. But get those rules laid out. Make some great infographics. Uh, obviously, you can include that in all your digital marketing as you're rolling this information out to your families. But you're going to want to have this stuff posted. That's going to go hand in hand with a really in-depth training with your staff. So again, you're gonna to need to get on a Zoom call, get everybody together and go through the training and the protocols and let them really understand, here's what's gonna be different and here's what's gonna be the same moving forward. Now, of course, we're gonna to wanna to alert our students, but again, like I mentioned before, I think you wanna go slow with this. I would do little groups at a time. Don't do a mass email saying on Monday, everybody's back at lessons. It's gonna be chaos. Plan this out in a staggered reopening of people coming back to your school. This is gonna allow everyone to kind of get in, the, you know, especially your teachers and your staff and who have to apply some different procedures. It's much easier for them to apply that in a slow paced, more relaxed, environment versus all at once you know we were forced to all at go all at once when it came to the online lesson environment we have an opportunity here to kind of slowly reintroduce everyone into what we're doing so those are kind of a lot of the the basic steps that i'm thinking about and trying to put together for my school um you know we've ordered masks with our logo on them and stuff like that they have for all of our teachers um, you know, but I got to say, I, I'm really leaning still into the online lesson world pretty heavily. I, I just see this as a big part of our future, a combination of online and in-person lessons. You know, we all have to keep in mind, it could be a long time before you're doing a recital in person with an audience, band concerts, um, you know, things like that that are very important to the overall you know, process for the students. And, you know, we have to be prepared to continually provide them with, you know, good experiences and, and creating moments and memories. So, you know, I wouldn't approach this as we got the green light, we're opening, we're going back to normal. It's not going to be normal. You're going to have a lot of people with no money. 
Um, that is going to be a real challenge for all of us. I see that long term as being more of a challenge than dealing with the actual virus. Um, you know, I think we are entering the, the, the stage here where um, governments are not really going to be able to close things down moving forward. So as there's outbreaks and new waves of this, I think it's certainly just going to be more of an understanding of everybody has to practice a certain uh, approach in their business and follow certain rules and safety guidelines. And there's, um, you know, and that's going to be the case for quite some time. And as things flare up or if there's other waves of this, you might have a whole bunch of your students who are ready to drop out because they feel it's unsafe and you might need to really keep that online option as something that doesn't, you know, if you shut that down or you lean too hard into just doing in-school lessons and don't keep the online environment as part of your new business model, it'll make it hard to push somebody back into that as their only thing for a period of time if that comes about. So I, I, I would keep thinking about how do you integrate these two business models together. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode. I will talk to you soon.